Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop. Today, we are going to have a nice, cool summer drink called the Caparina. Yes, it's uh, one we've had before, if you remember our Cachaca episode. Mm. If you want to find out more about it, this is the episode to be listening to. This is it. So, I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Portuguese. Portuguese. And um, yeah, it is the national cocktail of Brazil. And as you would know from the uh, twice that I believe we've mentioned it, yeah, it is also an IBA official cocktail. That's the International Bartenders Association. For those of you who haven't watched, watched, who haven't listened <laughs> to any of our previous episodes where we uh, mentioned you, cocktails. You can, you can watch them on our uh, Facebook page now. Oh, yes. What, watch in quotation marks. Or air quotes because it's um, it converts the podcast to a Facebook video. Mm, I've I've noticed that it does that now, mm-hmm. and uh, you can see the sound. See the sounds because apparently the algorithm likes videos. So let's give that a shot. Yeah, why yeah. not? Why not? And yes, yeah, so uh, anyway, back to cocktails. Yes, back to cocktails. So yes, this is an international bartenders international bartenders association official cocktail. Mm. And the official International Bartenders Association recipe for the Caperinha cocktail calls for a lime cut in half, with that half then cut into four wedges, mm. and the wedges placed into an old-fashioned glass with two teaspoons of sugar, then all muddled together using a muddle or wooden spoon. You then fill the glass with ice and add... Five centiliters, because that's the term of measurement that the IBA loves to use. But for those of us playing at home, that's 50 milliliters. 50 mils, or just over one and a half ounces. Mm. Of cachaça. Mm. And that's it. It is, uh, unlike a number of drinks that are made in a shaker, it is should be made in the glass. Yeah. Though traditionally in uh, in Brazil, they don't just make it one glass at a time. They tend to make it in a <laughs> giant jar or jug or pitcher of some sort. Like a mason jar. And, yeah, just pour it out for whoever is present ah. at the shindig at the time. All right. That makes sense. Because, I mean, it's a massively, massive popular cocktail in Brazil. And, you know, of course, yeah. being the official Brazilian cocktail... Um, so it makes sense that they make it in, make it by the jugful, yeah. serve it by the jugful. Yeah, exactly, because it's it's what people prefer to drink at parties, celebrations. Mm. It's it's their version of the margarita or the uh, what's that other really popular Mexican drink for having in mojito jug of mojitos? Yes, yeah, it's basically the Brazilian version of the margarita or mojito. Mm. Where you want to make a big jug of it, right, and just pour it out to people. Hmm, that could get very messy. It could get very <laughs> messy. It's, it's a very potent drink, but I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, Kichasa, 
I I really like cachaca because it's it's really sort of sweet and fruity. It's it's got similar some similar flavors to rum, mm. um, and it's got some similar similar flavors as tequila. Yeah, and uh, somehow it also manages to pair really well with a lot of different things. Yeah. as as we've said previously, and um, interestingly enough, this. Uh, same cocktail is actually now competing with a variant of itself in yeah. in Brazil and uh, a number of other South American countries, uh, Paraguay, Uruguay, Argentina, yeah. against a variant where vodka is used instead of cachaça, which is called the Caprioska. Yeah. yeah, and it is yeah apparently slowly growing in popularity in South America as better quality international vodkas become more available. Mm, well, it, I would... I would be very surprised if it took over completely because cachaça is so widely drunk in Brazil mm, and on still, South America. Still ridiculously cheap compared to everything else because Ooh, yeah. it's made everywhere. It's local. Yeah. Yeah. Like people make it in their backyards at home in the garden shed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean apparently most bars in Brazil serve it and they'll serve you three different versions, like a, a standard version, uh higher quality version and like a premium version mm, nice with um yeah different grades of cachaça in them obviously yeah and yeah. Uh, apparently some of them also use different kinds of lime they use an imported lime for the for the premium version interesting because there's actually because yeah there's a few different kinds of limes and not all of them uh go well with food not, not all of them are even edible yeah though uh selecting I don't know, do, do we want to go deeper into the recipe and ingredients for making the caprina, or do we want to talk about some of the history? Uh, let's go history first. Let's go history first. Let's go history. Okay, so uh, the name uh, literally translates to country? Little Co- Country Girl. Little Country Girl. Because yeah. um, Cachaca was originally out of the country. Yeah. And... You know, it made its way to the big cities, just like a little country girl. Mm. And, and, yeah, and the, the drink is also... Th- that particular recipe, the way it's made now, is believed to have that variant have come from farmers mm. using it to, to cool down and such, just to, to kick back at the end of a hard day. Yeah, and... Or, for all we know, it could have... one Another, uh, another rumour is that it started as a folk remedy or a local remedy for the spanish flu with yeah. with the uh originally made with uh cachaca uh, green lemon honey and garlic mm, and uh, supposedly around uh 1918 that was in portugal yeah and not not in brazil at all but they um it, it was the the lemons or the green lemons or limes for the vitamin c shot or vitamin c shot and they used the alcohol to kickstart the process, to increase yeah. absorption. Yeah, to uh, try and fight the Spanish flu. And uh, according to Carlos Lima, the executive director of the Brazilian Institute of Cachaça, because that, that's a <laughs> that's thing, a thing. <laughs> the Brazilian Institute of Cachaça. That's amazing. Yeah, and yeah so uh, according to the executive director of the BIC, <laughs> the, the drink continued to exist in that uh, flu remedy form until one day someone, and this is an exact quote now, until one day someone decided to remove the garlic and honey, then added a few tablespoons sugar to reduce the acidity of lime, the ice came next to ward off the heat. 
Hmm. That's that's an exact quote. Huh. That so even even they even the Brazilian Institute of Cachaça don't know exactly when or how the garlic and honey were removed. Mm. Just that they were, and then someone went, "Let's cool it down with ice." Yeah, I I reckon knowing people because you know I'm a person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it was just they they needed a remedy for the Spanish flu, or they needed to make this. Uh, caparina remedy that they normally make but di- didn't have any garlic or honey and they just you know all right fuck it let's make it as is and they went hey this is good this is good it's real good it's a bit a bit sharp though so let's mm. add some sugar to mellow sugar. it out yeah oh it's nice let's let's have it cold instead and yeah. voila here they are drinking caparinas day and night <laughs> mm. yes drinking the cachaca on the rocks and the cachaca in the form of a delicious cocktail mm. and i've I've had the variant before, uh, the Caprioska, and that was that was pretty nice. But I think I prefer it with cachaca instead, as mm. a as a caparina. The cachaca has a lot more flavour than vodka. Yeah, very true. Yes, the Caprioska goes down easily, but it that's about all it does. Is less enjoyment, less flavour in the drink than yeah. a caparina. And that actually reminds me that, that the flavor is something we haven't talked about yet. Not yet. That um, So we, we've we made it to the IBA standard. To the IBA standard, though our, our lime was a little small. It wasn't so a it's, small side. it's not as limey as it should be. But it's still nice. Um, It's got, yeah, you know, all the key ingredients over ice. Um, it's initially, because I didn't really, we didn't stir it up. We just sort of started sipping. Yeah. And initially, it was it was just really full on cachaca, but as the ice has started to melt, um, as the sugar has dissolved and mixed around with the drink, it's become really quite nice. Mm. And you, you could imagine that in in a jug, like you'd mix it, and by the time you were done pouring everybody a drink, it would be in the state that we're drinking it in now. Mm. Just awesome. Like now yeah. that I'm getting down to the bottom where where all the sugar seems to be sitting, it's it's nice and sweet. Yeah, and uh, one thing that has uh, let us down slightly is the the sugar, because traditionally in Brazil, it's made using Brazilian white cane sugar, mm, which is kind of a yellow color. I yeah, believe. which is a slightly off yellow color mm. and um, granular, but fine. So it would dissolve far more easily than the granular brown sugar that we had on hand. Yeah. And um, that cane sugar that you can buy, that you buy everywhere in Brazil, you don't get it here. No. It's it's either bleached or um, highly processed, so yeah, and, therefore almost no flavor. And generally in, uh, in Australia, we end up with... Australian sugar, Australian mm. cane sugar, and even the white granular stuff, it has a different flavor because it's grown in a completely different climate. Yeah. But, I mean, it's sugar. It doesn't really have a flavor. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> it's it's similar. But, of course, the, the raw brown sugar, mm. it dissolves differently. It tastes yeah. different. It, well, it doesn't dissolve quite as fast because yeah. it's not so highly processed. Yeah, exactly. Though mm. so, uh, there are those who believe that it's very important to use granular sugar rather than, say, a, a sugar syrup, because apart from that, that's how it was traditionally made. It's believed that the um, the grains help in the muddling process to bring out the acidity from the skins of the lime. 
because oh, brand, brand out the oils and the yeah. vitamin C. Yeah, I can, I can see that because um, it acts as a, a grinding paste. Mm, yeah, exactly, because it, it just grinds into the skin and mm. yeah, helps bring out those natural flavors. But, I mean, if you're at a bar and you're going for speed as opposed to complexity, I could see why you'd use uh, sugar syrup. Yeah, or I suppose if they had it on hand, maybe uh, caster sugar or something, which is mm. not, you know, it's still stupidly fine, so it's going to dissolve really fast, but yeah. it's at least slightly granular. Yeah, and it's more likely to have that at a bar or a restaurant than raw sugar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, so the, the flavour, though, it's um, sort of... It's just citrusy and sweet. Yeah, it's, yeah. It... With that um, citrusy and sweet with a sort of sugarcane kind of taste to it. Yeah, if, if you have... Or tequila happen... taste. Because, I mean, c- cachaca has a, a unique flavour, so it's hard to mm. describe exactly what this tastes like without saying with a cachaca taste. <laughs> because it is basically citrus and... Like a, a sweet citric flavor, mm. like the lime is very present, but it's mellowed out by the citrus, and they're both balanced by the cachaca flavor. But all you can call it is a cachaca flavor because that's it tastes like cachaca. Yeah, if you've had, you've probably we hope you've had or at least tried cachaca at this point. Going back to our cachaca episode, which was like forty episodes ago, something crazy like that. A long time, yeah, yeah. So we hope you've at least tried it by this at this point. Um, but if you haven't, it's cachaca tastes like a cross between rum and tequila. Mm, very, very closely. Yeah, yeah. that that's probably the the closest. That's the, probably the best description yeah, I can description I can give. give. Um, it is not very common to find in Australia. Our favorite bottle shop only had one style. Yeah, which I think last time, type. last time they had a couple of yeah, types. They had two, two or three. Yeah, three. yeah, and and yeah, now it's just just the one. But that could be because of the uh, particular bottle shop I went to. Mm. And it could also be this time of year; everything is getting snapped up. Mm. Very true. Because, uh, but, but I think yeah. we've got a um, relatively premium brand. Mm. And I think it it shows too. It's very smooth. Mm. Very, very nice. If you're someone who doesn't want to consume too much sugar, it actually goes really well with stevia. If you add a bunch of stevia leaves to it and muddle those with lime, it works quite well. And you can yeah, add your sweetness that way without, yeah. without that... risking uh, an attack of diabetes if you suffer from such things. Yeah. Or if you don't have uh, fresh stevia leaves on hand, um, just use your equivalent amount of... Uh, liquid stevia or uh, urethritol or whatever it is you use. Um, given that it's sugar, um, the sw- swapping that for a sugar substitute doesn't affect it significantly enough to ruin the cocktail. Mm, which is good. I mean, yeah, it, ta- it retracts slightly from the traditionalism of it. But, mm. but sometimes you got you to avoid diabetes. Yeah, exactly. you got to <laughs> avoid dying or ending up in hospital or yeah. something. Yeah, so uh, let's, I suppose, go back to, since we're talking about how to make the drink, let's give some tips for, for anyone listening at home on what will help make it um, the best they can, the closest to the, the traditional mm. Brazilian way of doing it. And 
the, the limes are the the first port of call for that. Yep. Traditionally, if possible, you should use the citrus orantifolia, otherwise known as the Tahitian lime. I think that's what we have, actually. Yeah, they, they are the most commonly available pretty much everywhere, and that's why it's the traditional one, because it's also the most commonly available in Brazil. Mm. Yeah, they do occasionally, as I mentioned earlier, use uh, a different European style of lime in the more premium versions of the drink in some bars, but to have it the original way... The classic way. That's that's yeah, the Tahitian sort that limes. should be used. You just mm. want to be sure that the lime is ripe and feels uh, soft and juicy when you squeeze it, so you know you're going to get the most out of it when you muddle it into your drink. Mm. And uh, for the best flavor, be sure to remove the central core, because that little extra bit of white roughage can have a detrimental effect on how everything sits. As you said before, with the uh, white granulated sugar, try and use that. Yep. Um, but, you know, if you've only got raw sugar on hand or you've only got caster sugar or white sugar, that yeah, it you, should do. Yeah, use what you've got. Don't, yeah. don't go out and buy a whole other bag of sugar. But if you don't have any sugar, then, you then know... that's the problem. Yeah, Although then, you could make make it with honey and have a slightly different take on it. Yeah, yeah, mm. or, you know, drop down to your local coffee shop and flog a couple of sachets. <laughs> not, yeah. that, uh, not that we're condoning going, well, no, it's, it's okay to go and buy a coffee and stick a few sachets of sugar in your pocket, surely. <laughs> Maybe. Um, what else is in there? Ice. Yes. Don't, don't use giant ice cubes like I have. <laughs> yes, very importantly, you should be, I, ideally the glass medium should sized. be filled with ice, but it should be cubed ice. Mm. And definitely not crushed ice. A, a lot of uh, bars apparently use crushed ice because that's what they have on hand to put in other stuff. But crushed ice kills the flavors and mm. the aromas. Yeah, because it melts too quickly. Yeah, and the the smell of this drink is part of the experience. Yeah, it smells boozy. <laughs> mm. Well, and citric. Yeah, like boozy and citric and. Because you know, a drink is about the sights, the smells, and the tastes. Mm. That's it. And, you know, a little bit about the history. And the old-fashioned glass, because it's mostly it's found everywhere, just about. Mm. Well, and because ideally you should be muddling the drink in the glass. Mm. And the old-fashioned glass is short, but also solid. Because if you were to try to muddle sugar and limes in a Collins highball, It'd be you'd have some grief. Mm. Yeah. Yes, it, it wouldn't be easy and you might break the glass. Mm. I mean, you could muddle it in something else and then pour it into a Collins highball if you just really wanted to drink it in a Collins highball. But Well, us, if you're making it in a jug, it doesn't matter what yeah. glass you're drinking it in. Yeah, exactly. But if you're just making one... Yeah, pick a, pick a low ball yeah, pick or some, a tumbler. Yeah, something that's going to be solid and short so you can muddle in it properly. Mm. Um, if you flavors. don't have a wooden spoon or, or if you... Uh, want something a, a little easier to muddle with, you could use a rolling pin. Yeah, you can use the, the end of a rolling pin, you can use a wooden spoon, you can use a muddler, really anything you've got on hand. Yeah, back of a, can, a pallet knife. Yeah, if it'll serve the same role, if it'll do yeah. the job, then that's yeah, it. have at it. Because mm. all that matters is that you just squash them together and really grind yeah, them. Yeah, really grind that sugar into the lime skin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they, these are really nice. I could drink these all evening. Oh, yeah. I, I could happily uh, make a whole jug of it and just... Just sip it. Sip yeah. 
Yeah, just yeah. keep the jug in the fridge and pull it out on occasion to that, fill back up. That sounds like a great idea. Also dangerous because oh. there, there's about two standard drinks per glass. Yeah, yeah. Despite how um, how strong they smell, they go down particularly easily. Mm. I think it's got. I think it's the sugar and the lime. It hides the alcohol flavors. It really does so well. Yeah. Dangerous. Um, I haven't got anything else. No, that's. Uh, I think that's it for. It's a shorty today. Yeah, for this uh, for this episode. So we'll mm. roll into the plugs. It's something different next. It's something different we get- because we're not talking specifically about a drink, but something that is used in so many drinks. We're mm. talking about coffee. Coffee. Because sometimes you need to feel better the morning after, or you need a hot drink instead of a cold drink. Yeah, or you want to add something to something else, because this is this is going to be a big one. We, we can talk about, well, we will basically talk about everything that has coffee in it, or you can mm. put coffee in that relates to alcoholic beverages. Yeah, and a few things you probably don't expect either. Yeah. If you liked what you heard this week, we'd love you to subscribe to us or... What's the word? Follow us? Yeah, fo- follow us, yes. Follow us or... Follow us on your f- with your favourite podcast app. Uh, we are a good drop all about alcohol. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever your podcasts yeah, are. And yeah, when, when you subscribe, it, it lets us know that, that you're listening and that you're not going to miss an episode. And it, yeah. it's good to know you're listening because, you know, you're, you're why we do it. So, so you can listen. Mm. And uh, if you want to uh, tell us that you're listening and give us some suggestions or ideas or feedback, then you can email us at uh, agooddrop at gmail.com. Yeah. Or if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us as A Good Drop Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we have an old-fashioned website agooddrop.com.au Yeah, gotta keep one of those if you want to listen to a particular episode or if you want to uh, share us around easily that's that's where you go Absolutely Yeah, that's all the plugs yeah. so thanks for listening guys And until next time Cheers Cheers